and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and currently an ABA therapist at a private center. This podcast is filled with tips and tricks for not only being the best special education teacher you can be in the classroom, but living the best life you can live outside of the classroom as well. After all, I'm all about balance. Hope you guys are excited. Let's jump on in. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Adaptation Station podcast. Today's episode is going to give you five steps that you can take when you're feeling overwhelmed. Because let's face it, special education is such a rewarding job, but it's also really overwhelming at times. I remember even just the simplest thing could just send me in a spiral. And I think for me, a lot of it had to do with the fact that there are so many legal components. So this might be a biased thing to say, but I felt like my deadlines meant so much more in special education than they did in other jobs that I had had. And I'm all about self-care and a positive mindset, but I also found that when I had reached that point of being overwhelmed, I didn't even know where to start with self-care. Like I couldn't have an overwhelming thing happen, close my computer and just go do this wonderful self-care that was gonna refill my cup. Like the thing that was overwhelming me was completely overpowering my brain. And that's how a lot of my anxiety works. And so I found through my own journey with anxiety and therapy, I really benefit from step-by-step tangible processes that I can go through during difficult moments. Again, I'm not good at just like calming down. I need a step-by-step checklist that I can follow that will help me calm down. So that's the goal of this podcast. We're gonna take a fake scenario that might be overwhelming. I'm then gonna walk you through five steps that you can take if you're feeling overwhelmed, and we'll see what it looks like within that scenario. I'm hoping that this podcast will give you an effective strategy that you can continue to use in the future when you're feeling overwhelmed. You ready? Let's dive right in. Here's the scenario. Again, this is a completely fake scenario. I'm not teaching in the classroom, but this is something that happened to me when I was teaching, and I imagine it's happening to a lot of you right now. It's Sunday night. You go to check your email for the new week and you're just making sure that you don't have any notifications from your general education teacher, your related service providers, nothing's popping up that you need to take care of. You see that dreaded email from your supervisor. She's informing you that due to the nature of the school year and distance learning, all of your IEPs are now out of compliance. IEP amendments need to be completed by Friday at the latest. It's Sunday night. You don't even have a full week to do this. You have 10 kids on your caseload. You have a whole week of lessons to teach because being case managers is only a fraction of our job. No, by the way, you have a life outside the classroom. You might have your own kids who are trying to access school. You might have a household you need to run. You might have a part-time job. You might just be someone outside the classroom, which hopefully you do have a life outside the classroom, and you can't just drop everything to get this IEP met. You instantly become overwhelmed. How on earth are you going to get it all done before the deadline? Well, I have a strategy. Let's apply it. So step one is to cool down for at least five minutes. You're going to have to play around with this time frame. For some people, five minutes might be all that it takes. For other people, they might need 30 minutes. Try and find something that you can do to help you cool down. And the most important thing is don't respond to the email until you do this. A lot of us, myself included, have the potential to say something that we don't mean in the heat of the moment. 
And there are a lot of things that you can do to calm down. My preferred method is to take my dog for a walk. So I get that email, I just close my laptop, grab his leash, and we're gonna go do a lap around the neighborhood. That'll help me work on my breathing, bring my heart rate back down, and be more ready to deal with the scenario. Other options might be doing five minutes of meditation or yoga, doing five minutes of stretching, scroll TikTok for five minutes, lay on your bed and stare at the ceiling. You just wanna do five minutes of something that is relaxing and not work-related. Step two is to talk it out. So once we've kind of started to calm down, I'm gonna talk it out for two reasons. The biggest one being that my problem solving happens when I start to verbalize, but I'll be honest, another big part of talking it out for me is venting. I don't curse in my podcast, but I do curse in my life. So I'm going to go to bleep myself out and you just imagine what I'm saying. I might need to say, this is absolute bleeping bleep bleep. Just imagine what words I was plugging in. And if you also tend to curse, plug in whatever words make you feel better. Sometimes it just helps to actually verbalize how frustrating it is. And we need to get it out of our system. We need to Say all of those ugly feelings. We need to talk it out. Talk to someone that you live with. Talk to a friend. Talk to your dog. You can seriously just talk to yourself. I mean, how many of us talk to ourselves in our cars? Sometimes it just feels better to talk it out. Just get it all out there. And once you get all of those feelings out, you can also start to talk through what you could possibly do to help fix the problem. Sometimes the solution is sitting right there, but you have to go through that process to start to see what that solution is. So in this instance, I'm going to sit down and figure out, okay, how many IEPs do I need to amend? How many days do I have to get it done? And what else do I have going on? I'm gonna to start to map out how I can possibly start to tackle this challenge. And that will lead us right into step three, which is making the plan. Once we have everything out of our systems and we start the process, it's time to actually make that plan because we can't stick our head in the sand and pretend like those IEPs are going to go away. We know it's Sunday night and we know we have to get this done by Friday. If I'm looking at this scenario, I'm not going to start working on this on Sunday night. It's only going to get me a couple of hours ahead and it's going to take some away, away some of the relaxation that I need. So I'm going to say I'll start working on this Monday morning. I'm gonna list out, well, what does that look like? What do I need to do to quote unquote work on this? Okay, so I know I need to reach out to all of the parents and get all the meetings on the books. I also know that I have 10 IEPs I need to actually amend. I'm probably gonna tackle doing that portion in two days. I'll take my group of 10 kids and split them into group A and group B. And this will just be an arbitrary so I can manage it a little bit better. I'll tell myself that I'm going to get group A's IEPs amended on Monday and group B's IEPs amended on Tuesday. Wednesday is going to be my buffer day. So that will be finishing up any of the IEPs I don't get done on the first two days. Or maybe I'll have my supervisor or another trusted teacher review to make sure I don't miss anything. I'm going to shoot to have all of my meetings scheduled for Thursday. So Friday can be another buffer if a family can't make Thursday work. I kind of have it mapped out on how I can make this start to happen. And step four is to start on that plan. Now, this is where I'm going to contradict myself a little bit because I just told you that I'm not going to start working on Sunday nights. But what I meant was I'm not going to go into the IEP and start amending. There are two things I would do in this particular scenario on Sunday night that will help me come Monday morning. 
the first thing I'm going to do is send an email to all of my families, letting them know that we have to get these amendments done. And I'm trying to have the meeting on Thursday. So I just want to know if they'd be available. So that's only going to take me five minutes, but this is one of the most important steps to me. If you have an IEP that needs to be amended, the family needs to be part of that conversation. It's the most important part. So I want to get that on the books and I want to get that email sent out. Hopefully while I'm at work on Monday, I get responses from the parents and Monday, as soon as the school day is over, I can start scheduling those meetings. If I wait and send that email Monday, then we're pushing it into Tuesday. And by that point, we're halfway through our deadline. So it is worth sending the email Sunday night just to get it off your list. The other thing I'm going to do is map out my to-do list for the week. So I know I'm doing five IEPs on Monday and five IEPs on Tuesday. I'm going to actually write down what IEPs I plan to amend. Like it's going to help me on Monday, not just to say to do five IEPs, but I'm going to pick that I'm going to amend Billy's IEP, Ryan's IEP, Mia's IEP, Leah's IEP, and Carter's IEP. Okay, so Monday I know exactly whose IEP I'm doing. Tuesday is everybody else that wasn't on that list. And I'm going to write all of that out so I can just be checking it out. So if I have all of my bullets laid out for the week, as each day passes, I know exactly what I need to get done. When I have that buffer day on Wednesday, I can easily see, okay, well, what did I miss on Monday and Tuesday that I need to do now? It's going to take this really overwhelming umbrella and break it down to a more manageable project for you. Now, step five is self-care because we've done everything that we can reasonably do in this scenario. I don't want to burn myself out staying up until 2 a.m. on Sunday night to amend all 10 IEPs because that's going to make it more difficult for me as I head into the new work week. I want to do something that is going to help me really finalize this whole process. I've already chilled out a little bit. I've talked it out. I've come up with a plan. I've laid out all the bulletins needed to get it done, and I've selected a small handful of things to do Sunday night. This is where the self-care is that final component because we can already tell that this week is going to be more challenging than we anticipated. I want to make sure I'm going into it with a mindful perspective. Self-care can be a variety of things, and if you have no idea what to do for self-care, check out the last episode. It was episode 53, and I had Sarah from the Designer Teacher come on, and we talked about a ton of ideas. But self-care is an important thing for you to do in this process because it's going to help you be ready when you wake up Monday morning tackling your plan. That's the strategy. It's pretty simple. Cool down, talk it out, make a plan, start the plan, and do some self-care. I know it might feel like, duh, but trust me, when that really overwhelming email comes, you might sit there and think, oh my gosh, where do I even start? Hopefully this step-by-step -step process will give you a place to start and can help you feel a little bit more confident as you start to tackle these challenges. Be sure to go into the show notes because I made you guys a little freebie that you can utilize. It's going to help you brainstorm some of the things that you can do during this process to help. We'll be able to already plan what it looks like for you to cool down, maybe some people for you to talk it out with, and some other resources so you can tackle these challenges like I know you can. That was a little cheesy at the end, but you guys are amazing. You're doing amazing work, and I hope this strategy helps you feel just a little bit more confident. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. 
If you like what you heard, I would greatly appreciate if you left me some feedback. And if you want to hear more, go ahead and give me a follow. While you're at it, come say hi on social media. You can find me at Adaptation Station on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and AdaptationStation.net. It's taco night in my house, so I'm going to go have a delicious dinner and a margarita, and I will talk to you guys again next Friday.